The Kansas City Royals beat Garrett Cole and the New York Yankees in Yankee Stadium. What a pleasant way to start that series off. Danny Duffy returns today in the Major League Baseball, finds themselves in a very, very sticky situation. We're going to get into all of that and so much more on today's Locked on Royals. We'll get into all of that and more on today's Locked on Royals podcast. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. And also, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Spotify Green Room, changing the way that we talk about sports. Spotify Green Room is incredible. I'll be on there live every week, hosting a room over there for your enjoyment. Live hangouts and conversations over there, which are a lot of fun every single week. So to get in on that, you got to follow me over there on Spotify Greenroom. Go download the app first, create your profile second, and then follow me on Spotify Greenroom at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Now, on today's show, what we have on tap for you is that the Royals actually won a game in New York. And then we're going to get into baseball's sticky situation, and we're going to preview Danny Duffy's start tonight. Let's start, though, with the game from June 22nd. The Yankees and Royals got together. And if you remember, in our series preview, I asked for one win this series. I just want one, and they got that. They went on the road after getting their first series win against Boston. Uh, They went on the road and won a game in this series in New York. Great execution there by Kansas City. It was a pretty fun game. I mean, uh, the Royals fall behind 2-0. Then they get those two runs back in the third and the fourth inning. Then the Yankees again leap out and get the lead in the seventh. And then the Royals strike for four runs in the eighth, and they're able to come away with a 6-5 to victory because the Yankees also scored two in the eighth. So pretty fun game overall. I personally just love watching games at Yankee Stadium, even on TV. It's a lot of fun. Brady Singer goes out there, another short outing for him. Uh, he, he goes out there with three and two-thirds innings, five hits given up, two runs given up, five walks given up, five strikeouts, though, and two homers given up. Chris Bubich follows him with two and a third innings, and he goes clean baseball. No runs, no walks, no hits, two strikeouts. I love what Chris Bubich is doing uh, in his versatile roles with Kansas City. Uh, Jake Brents, my guy. Awesome in this game. He had his stuff on him. He gets the win, but again, he only had the one inning of work, had the hit and the run given up, uh, did walk a batter as well as a strikeout. But but his stuff was more effective than the stat line shows, in my opinion, from watching him. Uh, Kyle Zimmer comes in there. He gets an out recorded, but get, does get roughed up for a couple runs uh, and one hit, one walk. So not the best from Zimmer. Barlow comes in, and he's really good to close out that inning, only giving up the one hit. And then Greg Holland, who found himself in a lot of trouble, and made things interesting and nervous, but he did hold on to get the save with the one inning, one hit, 
one walk given up, two strikeouts, though, to get out of that. Now, the lineup, they had eight hits to New York's nine. Pretty competitive, you know, closely competitive offensive game. When Merrifield goes one for five with an RBI and a run scored. Carlos Santana, he goes one for four, but does have a walk, so that improves his on-base percentage. But two strikeouts for him, pretty uncharacteristic one run scored. Perez goes over four, two strikeouts. Ryan O'Hearn, he's back. And it seems like the Royals should just send him down for a month at a time, call him back up, but only keep him up for a week and then send him back down. Because it seems like every time he comes up, he has like this magical week of play where he looks like a professional hitter and looks really good. And then we start freaking out like, oh my God, he's finally figured it out. And then in two weeks from now, he's going to suck again and have to go get, get sent back down. Like It, it just... I'm not ready yet to, to buy into Ryan O'Hearn. He loves Yankee Stadium, apparently, uh, and he has magic every time he comes up. Uh, but eventually, it just seems like the pitchers always figure him out. Maybe this is the time that they don't. Maybe he's truly worked on something, truly clicked on something uh, that the pitchers cannot figure out. Maybe this is the time that he becomes a professional hitter full-time. Uh, but this is a good start, at least. I mean, two for four uh, with two RBIs and two runs scored. Very productive got you what you needed offensively, uh, helped you in a big way get those six runs. He, he was awesome. I mean, he's, he's been awesome this series. Again, though, it's a couple games. We've seen this story before. Let's hold off on the overreactions just yet, but it's a very, very good start to his, like, 5,000th stint in the big leagues. Jorge Soler goes over two with a walk. Dry Dyson comes in and scores a run and gets an RBI as well. Dry Dyson today will reach his 10 year service time mark, which is a big deal in baseball. So credit to Dry Dyson. He deserves it for a 50th round pick. This is unheard of. I would love to, to have the time to dive into the uh, old baseball reference page and figure out how many like 50th overall picks have 10 years of service time. It would appear to be a very, very, very low number, if not Dyson being the first. And if someone's already uh, done that research, that, that'd be awesome to, to know. Uh, but yeah, 50th round pick in 2006, and he's now got 10 years service time which is big for the for these guys in their um, you know in, in their uh, retirement. It's big and helps them out uh, get more in their retirement if, if I'm correct on that. So credit to him for ten years. That's a big deal for anybody, but especially a fifth round pick. That I mean, not fifth round pick, a fiftieth round pick. Uh, that's been largely a utility player. I mean, largely uh, you know, a, a specialty player that, that had a few years in Arizona where he was kind of a, a staple. You know, but other than that, bouncing around uh, the league. But I will say, obviously, his defense and base running has has helped teams win ball games, especially in Kansas City. Uh, you know, it, he's he's been kind of a a player that impacts winning at a high level. And again, for a 50th round pick, that's that's almost unheard of. So credit to Dred Dyson; uh, he deserves it. Happy for him. Kevin Gutierrez goes 0 for four with three strikeouts. Hunter Dozier goes one for four with an RBI and a strikeout. Michael A. Taylor goes two for three with a run scored, an RBI, and a walk. Great night for Michael A. Taylor. Nicky Lopez, who's been very good in June, goes one for four as well. And so that's how the Royals got to their plateau of the six runs scored. The Yankees have a two-hit night from DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Luke Voigt, uh, Gio Urshela. Kind of the basic, you know, not basic, but you know, kind of the, the routine names you'd expect from uh, from New York's lineup. And then the, the big story, though, was Garrett Cole. He goes seven innings of three-hit baseball, gives up the two runs, Six strikeouts, and he gives up the home run, of course. 
Go, and his spin rate was the lowest it's ever been in, in years. Like it's, it's so it was like astronomically low for him. And so obviously that that leads to people speculating uh, that he's off the sticky stuff. He's going to be able to get hittable, you know, be hittable uh, more. Uh, look, if Garrett Cole's getting hit, you know, going to be hittable more now that he's off the sticky stuff, and you only got three hits off of him. Like let's not dance on his grave just yet, folks. And it's not Royals fans doing this. It's like national like baseball people doing it. And it's like, guys, come on. Yep, three hits, and one was a home run. Like, let's not dance on his grave yet. He did lose three batters with the three walks, uh, but it wasn't as though Garrett Cole was still not good. I mean, through through seven innings. Now, he wasn't his his electric stuff, but he also was not terrible. Like, let's let's kind of give him the benefit of the doubt here as he kind of adjusts to this new lifestyle. Uh, Loizaga, he was simply awful, and the Royals capitalized. And so, you know, it, it, it sounds simple, and it maybe won't make sense, but... The Royals doing what they're supposed to do whenever Garrett Cole doesn't execute, whenever Johnny Loisaga does not execute, you know, doing what they're supposed to do is something they haven't done in the last two months. And so to get back on that track is beneficial and it's helping you win ball games. Uh, all in all, you'd have loved to see better pitching from Kansas City, but this is a very tough lineup from New York despite their struggles. Very tough lineup name-wise and a very tough ballpark to pitch in. So... A collective effort from, from your staff that's not that great. You had a successful successful night because you're able to limit them uh, to the five rounds and your offense picks up in a big way uh, to get that win. But again, Garrett Cole, Max Serger, uh, they were all guys at the center point of this sticky stuff last night. Uh, what does this mean for baseball? Is this a crisis for baseball? What's happening with the sport and how it can benefit the Kansas City Royals? That's all going to be coming up as well as talking about Danny Duffy's uh, debut back from the IL and to continue his season, uh, which I'm sure that he's very, very, very excited about uh, in this game. Now, I want to tell you again about our good friends over at Spotify Greenroom. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom, the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms on Spotify Greenroom for Lockdown Royals once a week. You can finally join into the conversation that you listen to every single day right here. Spotify Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the biggest news and the biggest rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and other experts and insiders uh, on the Royals on the Lockdown Royals podcast room through Spotify Greenroom. And you might even hear yourself on this very show from our conversations on Spotify Greenroom. So be sure to join the, this week on Spotify Greenroom. I'll be hosting a room. Be sure to join it in by downloading the app. It's free. Download the app, Spotify Greenroom. It's very free. Follow the MLB channel. Follow me on Spotify Greenroom after you create your profile and link your Twitter account. Follow me over there at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be notified every single time I go live. Every single time I go live, you're going to get a notification and you'll be able to hop in there uh, in a timely manner to chat it up with me about the Royals. I know you will not want to miss it. I'm playing it live this week on Friday afternoon. I cannot wait to hear from everybody's uh, thoughts on the Royals. See you there. Locker room changing the way. We talk about sports. Spotify Green Room changing the way we talk about sports. Right now, it's time to talk again about the stoinks, the memes, the rocket ships. Day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long term wealth, though, and truly make it to the moon, you need to open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data shows that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up now with Wealthfront instead. 
Investing can be complicated, but Wealthfront uh, is your resource, no matter if you're a beginner or if you've been investing for years, Wealthfront can make it easier. They have the right tools for your portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on your preferences and your control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover their low annual 25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted by over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first 5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. But all you need to get started though, is only $500. Grow your wealth easy. It's the easy way and letting Wealthfront do the work for you. Get that first $5,000 managed for free for life by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's Wealthfront, W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB and start to grow your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and start today. We are back on the Locked On Rose podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. Want to hear it now? We're good friends over at the Locked On Today podcast. Go check out the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Peter Bukowski is breaking down all the world of sports that you need to know to continue to be a baseball savant. So that will be great for you to get caught up on everything happening in the NBA, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, MMA, golf, everything you need, tennis, everything that you need. Uh, the Olympics coming up. The Olympics will be a big deal, I'm sure. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, now, baseball sticky situation. Uh, this kind of got highlighted in a negative way by Max Scherzer and the Philadelphia Phillies and the Washington Nationals. So if you haven't seen it yet, obviously, if, if you're a baseball fan, you know this, that John Boy uh, has a breakdown of it. And it's a very quick um, video. It's very funny uh, to watch. What happens is, you know, this this week, they're checking pitchers, so Max Scherzer got checked. No big deal, right? Everyone's going to get checked. He gets checked, they find nothing. Then he goes out there, gets checked again, they find nothing. And then later in the game, Joe Girardi is like, hey, you know what? He's touching his hair too much. He's touching his hair too much. Go check him again. And so Scherzer gets infuriated. He starts taking his hat off, throwing his glove off, starts to unbuckle his pants and about to take his pants off. Like he's infuriated. He's staring down Joe Girardi. It's bad news. And it escalated to a point where Joe Girardi is trying to fight the bench coach for the Phillies. It just got to this terrible place for no reason because Max Scherzer was touching his hair. Now, I've never played Major League Baseball. That might surprise you, but I haven't. Uh, in fact, I've never played at a level of baseball outside of high school. And in high school, we didn't use sticky stuff. Like We weren't that competitive. We won like five games total. Like we weren't using sticky stuff to pitch better. God help us if we were because you know, we were still terrible. I don't think, and again, I'm no expert. I'm no major league pitcher. But I don't think that the sticky stuff will be in his hair because he's going to sweat and it seems to me that there's only a couple of options here once you start sweating with sticky stuff in your hair. Numero uno, you sweat all of it out the same way you sweat out, sweat out hair gel. 
And it's no longer there. It's no longer helping you at all. Numero dos, you sweat and it starts running into your eyes and, and on your face and you have sticky stuff all over your eyeballs. Probably not a brilliant thing to do. I mean, I'm sure that the spider tack stuff can blind you if you put it directly into your eyeballs. Please do not try that at home. Or option three, there is sticky stuff in there and somehow it's holding in there. It's allowing him to get a better grip on the baseball and he's a mastermind. And so... Because option three technically could happen, what we saw was umpires going out to the mound, surrounding Mad Max with his crazy blue and brown eyes, and running their fingers, caressing their fingers through Mad Max's thinning, balding, sweaty hair to see if he had anything sticky in there. That's what we've come to. Delaying the game for that. And personally, I think that's a good delay. Like, like, we talk about pace of play and blah, blah, blah. Look, as I said many times, the pace of play thing is stupid. And, I, and I'm not being a traditionalist here. I, I'm against baseball traditionalist. What I'm saying in the sense of it's, it's stupid is if we cut the game down 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, it does not magically make people, younger people, want to watch baseball. It just doesn't. That's an, It is impossible to alter the game in any way for young people to want to watch it because baseball is a learned concept and they have to want to learn it. You, you cannot make the game shorter and expect views. What you have to do is make the game easy to consume and make the game more inviting and quit the gatekeeping and market your stars and players the way that basketball does. These kids aren't born knowing everything about basketball or football. But those two sports are the same length of time. It's the same investment of your time, but their highlights are easier to get to and their stars are easily marketed. And so I don't really care about the, del- the delays in games, but this is a fun delay because you did get a manager wanting to fight a bench coach and then it was just kind of wackiness and it creates a conversation. I think that this is an isolated thing, but my question is, is there going to be a parameter set now? And there should be. Is there going to be a parameter set now of, you can only check a guy if he's doing this, this, or that, and if it's been so long before our last check. Because what I'm thinking that this could lead to, and maybe this is a doomsday scenario that, that isn't really thought of right now, uh, but what I'm thinking is, okay, we're in the playoffs now. We're in the playoffs, and their guy is cruising, and I'm the manager of the opposing team. I'm watching our guy strike out left and right. And we talk about how baseball is about rhythm, it's about routine. It's about comfortability. Now, that is something that every baseball fan and player has echoed throughout the last 100 years. What better way to throw off his, his routine if I can just, in the middle of an inning, the way that Joe Girardi did last night, in the middle of an inning, say, you know what? Check him. I don't know. He's touching his hair too much. I don't know. He's touching the back of his ear too much. I don't know. He's touching his jersey too much. It's kind of uncomfortable for him tonight. It's cold. He's kind of tugging at it. He might have sticky stuff on there. Check him. Is, is there going to be a way to reject my check, so to say? Say, no, he's cruising. Let's let him continue to play the way he's always played, and then we'll check him. If there is something there, uh, then we'll throw him out and have to figure something out, you know, out regardless, right? Because I would hate for a guy to be dealing in the postseason, the big stage, packed house with the fans back in the stadium, and you disrupt his rhythm for absolutely no reason. Girardi had to have known there's nothing there with Max Scherzer, we all knew there was nothing there. The umpires knew. Max knew. Everyone in the stadium knew there's nothing there. They've checked him three times already. 
But the FDA still granted the check from Joe Girardi. Is there is there a parameter of like, okay, now you're just simply making stuff up? Or can I make stuff up and say, hey, go check them and just get the, the free disruption of rhythm? It's why batters step out of the box sometimes because they, they want to disrupt that timing and the rhythm of the pitcher. That's why pitchers step off sometimes to disrupt the timing of the hitter. Like, this is a chess match. And now you've given me another pawn to use if you're not going to put out heavy parameters of when I can request a check. Would it be easier to have an umpire check the starter before the game, right, as he's coming onto the field the first time, and then that umpire is getting paid to only watch the starting pitcher. Just babysit him in the, in the dugout, babysit him when he goes to the clubhouse, babysit him when he's, on, when he's about to go on the field again. And at, at every turn now, we know that guy does not have anything on him. And then whenever he t- is taken out of the ball game, before the bullpen guy comes out of the bullpen, that same umpire, you know, quote-unquote umpire, will then go back to the bullpen, check the guy coming in, and do the same thing, babysitting all the pitchers that come out that have the chance to go back in. That way, we're not checking in the middle of an inning. We've checked this entire time. We've watched him this entire time. He's not doing anything with any substances. I'm not sure what the solution is. I'm not sure if this will even be a big problem, but the fact that it could be is a big deal. Let's say right now about another big deal, and that is our deal with you, the listeners, and BuiltBar.com because you can go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCK15, 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. They have nine delicious flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone at BuiltBar.com. So try it out today at BuiltBar.com by using our code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. Try it out today by going to BuiltBar.com and using our code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order. That's LOCK15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Try it out today at BuiltBar.com. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Look, folks. BetOnline is here for you. Get in on the game. Baseball season is in full swing right now. Go bet on baseball. Go bet on the NBA playoffs. Go bet on all that fun stuff. You can bet on the MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. So no longer should you sit on the sidelines. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head over to the website and then create your account for free at BetOnline.ag. It's a free account. But then you're going to receive your 50% welcome bonus, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit whenever you use promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag, your online sportbook experts. We are back on Locked On Rose Podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Go check out the Locked On Today podcast. Go check out the Locked On MLB podcast. And I leave you with this. I think the sticky stuff is good for the Royals. It doesn't appear to be that the Royals are using sticky stuff uh, and they haven't been using sticky stuff. So, so number one, their pitchers are not having to adapt to anything. Their pitchers are just already adapted. Number two, it is causing chaos. I mean, Mad Max could have easily got thrown off after those checks and, and, and then unraveled and uh, had his start go awry, right? So there's the, the wild card factor, the factor of Tyler Glass now going down, sadly, because all of a sudden he can't use sticky stuff and, and he gets hurt. That's another wild card, that, that he should still be pitching for the Rays right now, according to him. According to him, he's only hurt because of the uh, sticky stuff going away. So, like, that's another element of randomness. And randomness always, always, always 
benefits small markets and teams that are underdogs and teams that should not win very much. It always helps the unexpected teams and the underdog teams. And that's what Kansas City is. We'll be back tomorrow to recap Duffy's uh, start against New York, preview the, the uh, series finale, and talk about this weekend, all coming up on the Locked On Royals podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, baby. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time. You want to be loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement. This is the place and we're the one. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see. Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals.